0: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Joining us now, NBC Sports, Larry Colmas. He'll be calling the races throughout the weekend. The coverage of the 40th Breeders' Cup World Championships. That will be highlighted by the $6 million Breeders' Cup Classic. That'll be Saturday at 3.30 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Larry, thanks for joining. What's the uh, toughest aspect of calling a horse race?
1: I, I would say getting the horses' names in your head, the, the memory of, uh, of all the horses, especially uh, on a Breeders' Cup weekend when there's 14 different races and, and just getting all those names and knowing all those horses and then actually forgetting them after every race because you've got a new race. So it's a, like a short-term memory test every half an hour.
0: What about rain or fog? How is it you know, trying to navigate that?
1: Well, it's, it, makes, it makes things a little bit more difficult, especially rain, because when it rains, the, uh, that causes mud, which causes the colors of the jockey silks to change, which uh, makes things a little bit more difficult. Fog doesn't bother me too much because no one else can see either, so I, I can just do the best I could do. You know? so we had that in the Preakness with Justify, and, and uh, we were all uh, blinded by the fog, so all you could do is do your best.
0: How much betting do you do on races?
1: uh hardly any i have just never been uh, a, a guy that's into betting that much and uh I do enjoy uh calling the races but uh I figure you know why give your paycheck back if you uh, if you don't have to
0: do you give advice though to people who do bet
1: i do i do uh part of the year i work for uh, uh as an analyst on television and so i I will give advice and and uh sometimes i'm right and sometimes i'm wrong. When you look
0: at this field, like what should stand out if the audience is gonna watch, uh
1: keep an eye on what or who. On the Breeders Cup dirt mile, there's a horse named Cody's Wish who's become the uh the more famous horse around than uh than any other because he's named after a a, a young man named Cody Dorman who who is uh, in a wheelchair seventeen years old uh and uh, ever since Cody started coming to the track to see his namesake, Cody's Wish Run, the horse just keeps winning. And uh, I actually just met Cody about five minutes ago for the first time. And uh, everybody is super excited when uh, when Cody's Wish Run. So looking forward to that more than anything else. How many
0: countries will be represented?
1: Oh, well, we've got uh, you got the United States, Canada, Japan, uh, England, France, Ireland. Uh, I'm sure there's. I'm missing one or two, but there's certainly plenty of, uh, it is definitely a worldwide event without any question.
0: If you had a magic wand, you could wave, and you want to change one thing about horse racing, what would it be?
1: Uh, I would uh, want to find a way to to pack the stands on a daily basis rather than on just uh, the big days and create some sort of r- regular interest uh, outside of, the Kentucky Derby and then the Breeders' Cup so that people know that this is a a fantastic sport to be around year-round and and pure excitement. But when did it change? I think things started to change a little bit uh, with the proliferation of gambling back, you know, the lotteries came along. And and then, uh, you know, when uh, the racetracks uh, started offering simulcast betting and, and advanced deposit wagering where you could just bet at home Uh, It just became easier than to go to the racetrack. But there's nothing like the experience of being at a racetrack live and seeing these majestic horses, especially here at San Anita with the San Gabriel Mountains in the background. This place is absolutely gorgeous. And uh, to me, there's just nothing like live horse racing.
0: Does any other sport translate into success? Like a play-by-play voice, have you done other sports?
1: You no, know, yeah, I I've, I've not done any other sports. I've I've wanted to. I, I think probably the the closest thing I've, I've talked to to Doc Emmerich a couple times about it and uh, I think hockey's probably the the closest thing just because of the speed of the game and uh you know being able to keep up with what's going on with you know all these different uh athletes on the track at the at the same time. We
0: had Jason Garrett on earlier today and he talked about secretariat needed 35 people to get the horse into the gate whether that's true or not but once it got in the gate then you didn't never worry about secretariat how much do you read into body language with a horse prior to getting in the gate
1: well yeah i think it's important that a that a horse uh you know isn't a big problem child you know going into the starting gate most of them aren't but occasionally there are horses that that need a little help, and I I know we had an an issue uh, here earlier in the week with a horse from Japan, Ushba Tesoro, who's going to be one of the favorites in the Classic, and he uh, he gave them hell at the starting gate. He didn't want to go in, and eventually he he got into the gate. So you don't want that to happen on race day because you know when it does, it could take a little bit out of a out of a horse because of you know expending all that energy. Resisting going into the gate.
0: Yeah, but I would think it would be like that horse has so much energy; it is ready to run. You see it differently.
1: Well, it's just yeah. I mean, it could you could look at it two ways. Yeah, they're they're a little bit fired up at the gate because they're ready to run, or you know, just the fact that uh, you know don't waste your energy before the race. You know, fighting others, and and then you'll have plenty more. I think a, a lot of the best horses around. I don't remember any of that about Secretariat. Uh, of course, he's a little before my time, but I, I think for the most part, when a horse goes into the starting gate without trouble, it's a good thing.
0: Have you ever ridden a thoroughbred?
1: I have not. I'd be deathly afraid to do.
0: It. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this comes back to the you know Belichick and Brady, the jockey or the horse who gets who deserves the most credit?
1: I would say uh, we'll put an eighty twenty horse. Uh, you know a jockey a jockey is important uh in that you want to be able to get a good a good trip uh not get in any trouble during the race and not make any mistakes but the horse is the one that 's got to do all the running so if, if if a a good jockey can stay out of the good horse's way and and do everything right then it's it 's a perfect combination
0: have fun this weekend larry we'll be watching
1: thanks dan we'll uh hopefully have some uh, exciting action here at the track.
0: That's Larry Colmas of NBC Sports, their thoroughbred racing announcer. He'll be on the call this weekend's coverage of the 40th Breeders' Cup World Championships, highlighted by the $6 million Breeders' Cup Classic, Saturday at 3.30 Eastern on NBC and Peacock.